0: you're listening to the my nft journey podcast each week our host andy storch will share his journey and newly found passion for non-fungible tokens welcome to my nft journey i am your host andy storch and this is a show where i share my nft journey so that i can help you with your nft journey If you are new to NFTs and you have not yet listened to the first three episodes of this podcast, I recommend you go back and start from the beginning because I am sort of building up as I tell my story, share what NFTs are, why I think they're cool. And today in episode four, we're going to talk about how you can get started in NFTs, the things you need to do. And It might be a little challenging to do this audio only, so ideally you'd be in front of a computer, and I'm also going to create a guide that you can go to, and I'll give you information about that at the end of this show. For now, I want to remind you or introduce myself again, if this is the first time you've heard me, my name is Andy Storch. I'm an author, a speaker, consultant, coach. I have two other podcasts in the talent development and career development world, and this year in 2021, I got really into not only cryptocurrency, but especially non-fungible tokens or NFTs, And I've been having such a blast getting to know people and trading with NFTs and investing that I wanted to share this with other people because it's such a new space. And so that's why I'm creating this podcast. And if you're listening, maybe you found this because you're interested in NFTs as well or you want to keep up with what's going on in the NFT world. The first few episodes are all about helping you get started. If you're already going, you're advanced. Maybe you skip this one and go to a future episode or this is one you might want to share with your friends who are getting started as well. In the first episode, I shared all about my journey, how I got into NFTs. In the second episode, we talked about what NFTs are, why they're unique and interesting. In the third episode, I talked about why NFTs are so cool. And today we're gonna talk about how you get started. So how do you get started buying NFTs? There's a lot of different ways you can go about it. I'm gonna give you what I think is the simplest path because it's the path that I have taken and I still use today. And first, you need to start out by getting a cryptocurrency exchange app like Coinbase. And I say Coinbase because it's probably the most popular. You may have heard of it if you haven't used it before. The company went public early in mid-2021, an initial public offering on the stock exchange. So you can buy stock in the company. It's the biggest with the most traded cryptocurrency and value on there. There are several competitors out there like Binance, Blockchain, Bittrex, Voyager, uh, and many others that you can download and use to connect to your bank account and get cryptocurrency. But if you're brand new to this, I recommend Coinbase. It's the simplest. It's the one that I've used the most. It's the biggest and therefore probably the most trustworthy. But again, go through the App Store, go Google the you know best crypto wallets applications, and you can look through some of the ones that are out there and see if you want to pick something different. But for this example, I'm going to talk about how to use Coinbase. So uh, go to your App Store on your iPhone or your Android device and download the Coinbase app. That's C-O-I-N-B-A-S-E. And once you have that downloaded, you can use it for free to check cryptocurrency values or prices, if you will, and put them on your watch list. But if you want to start trading, you're going to need to connect it to your bank account. And by the way, If you're new to cryptocurrency, I'll find some good resources for you out there and and probably do another episode all about cryptocurrency. There are a lot of different coins out there. You've probably heard of Bitcoin, which is the most popular. It's been around since 2007 and growing since then. As I record this, one Bitcoin is at $48,418. That goes up every day, actually every hour. But the good thing is if you're buying cryptocurrency you don't have to buy a whole coin. You can buy pieces in whatever value you want. And the cryptocurrency that we want to get is called Ethereum. E-T-H-E-R-E-U-M. Ethereum is a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, but unlike Bitcoin, it has a practical, applicable use in that people and companies actually build applications and things on the blockchain using Ethereum. And Ethereum is what we use to buy NFT. So if you are ready to get started buying an NFT, you're going to download Coinbase or an alternative crypto exchange app. And then you're going to connect it to your bank account. So when you're going to create an account, connect to your bank account, chances are it's going to use a service called Plaid, P-L-A-I-D, that's sort of a trusted service that allows you to connect to your bank account without worrying about others getting your password, that sort of thing. You're going to connect it to your bank account. And then you're going to want to buy some Ethereum, using the app. And if you're just getting started, you're just getting your feet wet, and you want to go find a cheap NFT to buy, I recommend starting out with about $200. There's not a lot you can get for too much cheaper than that. There are a few things, but that's a good place to start. If you want to go a little bit more and buy a couple things or something more expensive, maybe start with $1,000. Keep in mind, as you are buying that Ethereum, that you are also beholden to the current price at the very second, at the moment when you're buying it. And those prices do go up and down. So if you are planning on investing a considerable amount of money, more money, say a few thousand dollars, in Ethereum or cryptocurrency in general, I highly recommend you use something called dollar cost averaging, which means that you put in a little bit every day or every week and build up value over time. And dollar cost averaging has been around for decades with the stock market. You know, say if you if you really want to hold a mutual fund or a stock that you start investing, you know, once a week or a month or a year uh, so that you can catch the prices as they go up and down. And that way, let's say you have $10,000 you want to put into cryptocurrency if you put in $100 a day for 100 days you're going to catch the price as it goes up and down versus if I put $10,000 in today and then the price drops 20% tomorrow, I'm going to be kicking myself that I bought at a high when I could have bought it lower. Whereas let's say I put in 5,000 today and 5,000 tomorrow, then my average buy price is going to be a little bit less than the price today and a little bit more than the price tomorrow. It'll be kind of the average of the two. It'll be in the middle. And if you do 100 days in a row, uh, which is what I did when I got started. I started putting in a couple hundred dollars a day for 100 days in a row. Then it averaged out, and the price kept going up daily, actually. But you have no idea where it's going to go. And so I started low and, and kept buying higher and higher and sort of averaging out my buy. Now, if you're in a hurry, you really want to get something, or you're just putting in two, $300, I would just do it all today. If you take a look at the Coinbase fees, they are also based on the amount that you're putting in, and below $200, on a percentage basis, they're a little bit higher. I find that the sweet spot with Coinbase, if you want to minimize your fees on a percentage basis, is $200 and above. Uh, so if you can put in $200, that's the way to go. So connect it to your bank account, put in $200, and then you've got your Ethereum. So now you get your Ethereum, but now you need to transfer it into a non custodial wallet called MetaMask that will allow you to connect. To the secondary market or a project when it's minting and buy NFTs. So, the next thing you're going to do is go back to the App Store on your iPhone or your Android and download an app called MetaMask, M E T A M A S K. The logo looks kind of like a picture of a fox. So, make sure you're getting the right one. And you also, as you're doing that, want to go to your Chrome browser. And if you don't use Google Chrome on your computer, you'll want to use it for this. So go to your Chrome browser and go to the Chrome extensions and also download the MetaMask Chrome extension. It'll probably tell you to do that when you download the app on your phone. And then whether you do it on Chrome or you do it on your phone, you're going to need to create an account in MetaMask. And when you do create an account, it's going to give you a secret phrase. It's actually a series of words. Uh, I believe it's usually six words that it gives you. And that is essentially your passcode, your access to the account. Now, you won't need to enter those every time. Once you set up the account, if you use a vision ID, you know, where it checks based on your eye or your thumbprint, that's all you're going to need for the most part in the future. But if you ever get locked out of your account or for some reason your phone is compromised and you need to get in from a different source, it's going to ask for that six phrase password. And it's very, 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 very important that you know this right now, because you wanna write that down in a couple different places, preferably a physical place, maybe the notes app on your phone, although people recommend you don't put it in a digital place where it can get stolen. But here's the thing, never give that out to anyone that you don't know or don't trust. So it might be a good idea to tell your spouse and maybe your, your, your mom, but do not ever give it out to anyone. There's a lot of scams out there in the NFT world where someone sends you a direct message or DM and offers you some kind of crazy deal and they'd say they just need your, your passphrase. You never give that to anyone, so that's very, very important, but make sure you write that down in a safe place so you have that in case you need it in the future. So you've created your Coinbase account, you've got your money, you've created your MetaMask account, you've written down your seed phrase, so you have that for safekeeping, and now you're ready to get your Ethereum into MetaMask and possibly go buy an NFT. So the next thing you wanna do is open MetaMask, and I'm gonna open it now on my phone while I'm talking with you, and probably create a video for you guys later so you can see kind of as I walk through this. But as you open MetaMask, you're gonna see your wallet, and it says account one, and there are little buttons that say receive, buy, send, swap. Right above that is a little shortened, abbreviated long number, but there's a long, long number there, that is your public wallet address. And if you just tap on it, it will actually copy that address. You can also tap on receive, and it's gonna show you a QR code for your uh, wallet. And you can also hit copy right there, and you can copy your wallet address. That's your public wallet address. That means it's okay to give that out. It lets people send you money, it lets people send you cryptocurrency, Ethereum right to your MetaMask wallet, and you're gonna be using it to send Ethereum from your Coinbase to your MetaMask. And nobody can take anything from you if they see that. So again, it's a public wallet ID. It also lets people see what's in your wallet. (laughs) <laughs> what's in your wallet? What is that, Capital One? Uh, allows people to see the NFTs that are in your wallet, which sounds kind of funny, but one of the cool things about NFTs is the public digital wallets where you can see what people have on their wallet and kind of bond over that. Oh, you have a friend, or you have this ticket or you have this other thing. I have that too. That's really cool. It's a conversation starter and I think it's the way things are gonna be going in the future. So don't worry about giving that out. Just don't ever give out your seed phrase. So you're gonna tap on that. It's gonna copy it to your phone. Then you're going to go back to Coinbase. You are going to tap on the little button in the bottom middle. That's like the trade button. And it says send crypto for free via text message or email. And then there are options there that say buy, sell, convert, send, receive. You're going to tap on send. And when I tap on send, it shows me all the cryptocurrencies that I have a value in that I could send. So for me, it's Ethereum, Bitcoin, Cardano, Dogecoin, and a couple of others. And I'm going to choose Ethereum. Now it shows me my available Ethereum balance. And it's going to ask me how much of that available balance do I want to send? And I can put in the amount and then hit continue. And then it's going to ask me where do I want to send it? There's a little to field and you can put in phone, email, address, or something else. And that's where I'm going to tap that and hit paste so that I've got my wallet address in there. And then I'm going to hit preview send and it's showing me the amount that I'm sending both in dollars and Ethereum. And it's also showing me the wallet ID that I'm sending it to, which is the one we copied from our MetaMask. And it's showing the Coinbase fee. For me, it says zero ETH and then a network fee, which looks like 0.0017 ETH for me, which is about, what is that third? About $3.50 or $4, something like that. So in fact, yeah, I can see now it adds up to about $5 for the fee, which is which is pretty good, not bad. So then I'm gonna hit send now. And when I hit send now, it's asking me for two-step verification. So you may or may not have this turned on. I do recommend that you have two-step verification turned on. And if you're using two-step verification, I think Coinbase will probably recommend that you set that up when you set up your account. And you can use the Google Authenticator, you can use a different Authenticator. I personally use Google Authenticator. So now I'm gonna open my Authenticator app. If you haven't used that before, you'll need to get that set up as well. I'm gonna tap on Coinbase, which copies the unique code that is time-sensitive, and I'm gonna hit submit, and I just sent $1,000 from my Coinbase account, $2,000 in Ethereum from my Coinbase account to my MetaMask account. And that usually, for me, takes only two or three minutes for it to get there, and then once it's there, it's now available for me to use To buy an NFT. So, I'm gonna stop there for today because I don't wanna get too deep or too complicated here. This is all about how to set it up. And the next episode, we'll talk about how to actually buy an NFT. So, again, the steps to get you set up download Coinbase or a competitive app that allows you to buy, trade, exchange cryptocurrency. I recommend Coinbase, C O I N B A S E. So, download Coinbase, create an account, set it up, connect it to your bank account. Don't worry, it is completely safe. It's the largest cryptocurrency exchange app in the world. It's a public company with tons of employees. They're not out to steal your money. But if you're new to this, I realize that it can feel a little bit scary at first. Download Coinbase, set up an account, connect it to your bank account, checking account. One more note on that. There are some banks that don't participate in this. I have had friends. I've helped them get set up. And then because they were using a credit union or sort of a a local or regional bank, that was not ready to go with crypto yet, it might not work. You might need an account with a bigger bank like a Chase or a Bank of America. I personally use Fidelity for my checking and I've never had a problem. But connect to your bank account. Then you're gonna buy Ethereum. I recommend at least $200 and it is going to move it from your checking account to your Coinbase account. And then once it's in there, you're going to go to your MetaMask app. You're gonna copy the receive code, your public wallet, and then you're gonna go back to Coinbase and send. Go to the little transaction button in the bottom middle, the blue arrows, and you're going to tap on send. You're going to send Ethereum. Choose the amount you want to send. Again, I recommend at least $200. Put in your MetaMask wallet ID. You're going to probably use do a second step authentication, and then you're going to send the money. And if it's the first time you're doing it, I promise you it's scary. I did a few thousand the first time I did it, and I was really nervous. It seemed to disappear for a couple minutes, but and then I got it back If you need help, all those, there's, you Google it. There's tons and tons of resources out there, but just send that money over to MetaMask. Again, start with a small amount, like $200. And then once it's in MetaMask, you are ready to buy your first NFT. It's best that you do it on a desktop, on a computer, using the Chrome extension, and I will get to that in our next episode. For now, we'll end it here. Congratulations. If you followed these steps, you are now set up and ready to buy an NFT. Thank you again for listening to My NFT Journey. I am your host, Andy Storch. I've got a lot of great resources out there and I'll be sharing the NFT resources more with you soon. You can also follow me on social media. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter, Andy Storch, and Instagram at Andy underscore Storch. So let me know you heard this show. Send me any questions you have or maybe we'll feature those on the next episode. Cheers.